Welcome. We are here today with Jordan Arusha. He is 18 years old and plays for Brighton. First of all, Jordan, I just want to say thank you for letting me interview you and just taking out your time out your day to, to let me interview you again. Yeah, no problem, man. So, like, how does it how does it feel to be a professional player? It obviously feels good. Um, it was my dream since I was little, so um, it's good that it's starting to come into reality. Uh, it's just the starting out of the career of my career, so it's not not like I'm there yet, but on the on the right path. That's good, bro. And you're living the dream, as you said. Um, when did you start playing football? Started when I was four. Um, just playing Timbits, Timbits soccer in yeah. uh, Bradford. What position did you used to play? Started off as a striker uh, when I was little. Loved scoring goals, but kind of changed as I grew up and now transformed into a center mid. Right, so how does it how does it feel playing down in England right now? In terms of what? In terms of lifestyle, the conditions that you're in and Yeah, it's like it's good obviously the the level of of football is a lot better. Uh you're playing against good academies, good players, players that are in and around the Premier League teams, you know? Right. Like the the Chelsea's, there's players that are trying to make it to their first team and stuff as well. So you're playing good quality players. Um, the lifestyle is is tough because like you're not you're away from home, you're not seeing your family, your friends, but it's definitely worth it in my opinion. And it's sacrifices that any player would have to make to uh, to get there, to get and to how, where they want to be. So how do you cope with being away from family and friends? How do you deal with that? Um, personally, I I call my parents quite often. Try to give them a shout out every day. Um, it's not hard nowadays. You got Wi-Fi and stuff and internet that you can just call over. And then obviously my friends and family keep in contact over social media. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I try to reach out as much as I can. When did you fall in love with football? <sighs> little. I must have been little. Ever since I can remember, I've always loved football. What what was the feeling for you? Like, what did football do for you? Just the passion is like something that I don't know. Outside of just everyday life, going to school, you know, something always to look forward to. Get your mind off of just your homework or whatever. Getting away from all the all your friends at school and stuff, and just going out and expressing yourself and doing what you want to do. Right. When did you sign your first contract? Yeah, last year, so 2017 in August, pretty sure. How did it feel? Yeah, it was a great feeling. Um, I remember the day. It was uh, the first team was playing a cup game at the Amex, at their stadium. And before the game, they told me to go up into the stadium, into the office, and to sign my first contract, my professional contract, which was a great feeling. How was how was how did the family feel about this? Obviously, very good. My parents are really proud of me. Um, they know I was dedicated to the sport and put a lot of time and effort into it. So, yeah, they're very very pleased to hear the news. Right, and tell this day, how do they still deal with you being away from 
uh, from home and everything, being all the way from, you, you used to live in Canada, right? So now you're all the way in England, that's a yeah. uh, 12-hour flight or whatever the case yeah, yeah, may yeah. be, right? Yeah, yeah, no, it's, um, it's obviously tough for them as well, um, but I know that they, they want me to be here and they want me to keep continue following my dream. Um, so even though it's tough, they, they kind of put that aside because they know how much I love the game. Why did you choose to sign with Brian? Well, in the, in the summer, I went on trial with Brighton and Braga last, last summer in 2017 and did well at both, but Brighton was first to offer me the contract and been a Canadian kid and <laughs> not, hard. yeah, yeah, very hard to get over and having the opportunity to to make it official um, was definitely probably the reason why I signed with them. And why would you say it's hard for Canadian players to become professional players? Why would you say it's hard? We're not really a footballing, footballing country um, or known to be. Definitely have some great youth right now coming through with like Alfonso Davies, Liam Millers and stuff like that. Um, but we're not on the same scale as Europeans. And it makes it tough for Canadians to come over because these European clubs, clubs don't see us as the same level as their players. Um, and to me, I just find it very difficult for, for Canadian players to come over when it's not like a true passion in our country. Yeah. But the players don't, don't have a pa the same passion for the game that maybe these boys here do. So... Like it's difficult. Can you be more specific about what you were saying about a scale? What would be the difference between level of play and uh, what, um, mentality or culture behind football? What would you say? What would be the difference in scale? What do you mean by that? Culture. Well, culture, culture is definitely different with um, obviously the Premier League here. <laughs> Premier League and MLS, if you go to a Premier League game, you'll see a way different culture than you would at a at a Toronto FC game or something. Right. But it is getting better than us for sure. But like the level of play is it's not even about like the physicality of a player or how fast someone can run. But or the technical skill even. There's technical players in Canada that can play around with the ball and stuff, but it's more like the tactical awareness and the off the ball stuff that we don't really see. And would you say that we don't have those we don't have those tactics down here. We don't have those coaches, the, the equipment, the facility. Would you say that, that we don't have these things in Canada? No, we definitely have equipment, right. facilities, and coaches. Um, it's just, the I don't know about, like the coaches, coaches here are different, obviously, going up in Europe, playing professional in Europe. Um, a lot of coaches here are just ex-players, right? Yeah. So they've obviously been there, played the game, loved it. As in Canada, it might just be one of the players' kids that's a coach. And then they go get a maybe, whatever, a little license, and then they can coach. But here, it's a little different. And to coach on an academy, obviously the facility at Brighton's unbelievable. To have like all the grass pitches outside that are perfect, the dome, the turf pitches, the little futsal area, whatever. Yeah. It's nice. So. It's different. It's, it is different, but it's, um, I'm, I don't know, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how to explain it.
Did you ever think you were ever going to become a professional footballer? I've always had dreams of becoming a professional footballer. And, yeah, I'd say, I'd say I, I couldn't say for sure I knew I was going to become a footballer, obviously, but I um, definitely had high hopes to become one and um, thought I could. I remember, yeah. I, sorry, sorry, what was that? No, I just, I always believed in myself that I could. Right. I remember even one day at practice at that shit field that we used to train at. Um, do you remember the, uh, the field name? Um, out in Markham. The rugby field. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and, yeah. And I remember training one day and you were like, yo, you were cheese. And I'm like, yo, what's wrong, Jordan? And I'm like, and you were like, yo, I'm just trying to get out. Yeah. This was like before prom and stuff, and then prom happened, and then England and Portugal or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. Boom. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I was obviously, obviously wanted to progress. Um, I loved A and B, always did, but I thought I felt it was time to to move on. Right, coach. Yeah, yeah. coach Basama is an amazing coach. Oh, for yeah. sure. You can. Hands down. He's as good as it gets. Even you can bring him here. It's as good as it gets. In terms of coaching. So how did you get to where you are today? What were some things that that either helped you or supported you to get where you are today? Obviously, A and B. But some played a big factor in that. Um, I think A and B was probably the... I haven't seen any other place in Canada that's been, been as close to Europe in terms of training and like... Um, perspective of the game and how it's played, you know? I think A and B is definitely as close as it gets, so I have to say that they helped me a lot. Um, friends, family, my family have always been there. They always drove me to every practice, you know? Um, friends for for not, like, uh, uh, um, putting me into bad stuff, bad scenarios, and keeping me on the right path, knowing that my dream was to become a footballer. Would you say you're... Sorry, sorry. Huh? Would you say your parents played a big part in, in this role? Oh, yeah, probably the biggest. If not, yeah, probably one of the biggest roles. One of the biggest roles for sure. Them and my sister for sure. Uh, my sister always having that, like, competitiveness between us, you know. She go out and score a goal on the weekend. I'd want to go and score two <laughs> type of thing. Yeah. Um, but my parents, yeah, you can't thank them enough for obviously taking me out all, every day. You know, A&B, how you train four or five times a week. It's right. not not easy for, for parents who, who have full-time jobs. Um, but they made it work, obviously. Um, made sure I got to every session on time. Did the session and stuff. And, uh, yeah. Did you have an agent through this process? I only um, signed with an agent when I signed my first deal, which was with Brighton. Um, his name's Nico, Nico Rolfo, uh, Nico Rolfo and uh, he's based out of Boston. In the States. Did you have a plan to become a professional player? Did you put together a plan to become a professional player? Well, I sort of put together like... Um, ideas of what I wanted to do and uh, talked them out with my coach, obviously, Basham at a &B. Um Would you be able to tell us a little bit about them or no? It's quite straightforward. I, he knew I wanted to go to Europe and I was obviously, there was players before that were getting opportunities. I never really had opportunities. 
at first and then last year sort of when it kind of changed I started going out on trials and um, that the other players before me sort of were sorted out and we're all like on their path to become a professional um, I started getting my opportunities and then obviously ended up working out well did you ever have a backup plan uh, my backup plan was uh, to go to the States to try to play NCAA soccer. Wow. The football is different down there. Down here or in the States? In the States. Yeah, yeah, in the States. Have you played but, down there? Uh, showcasing with like A&B and stuff. Been to a couple camps. Went to Kentucky camp, Michigan State camp, and Niagara camp. Would you say it's similar or uh, between Canada and the U.S.? I think Canada and the U.S., yeah, it's quite similar, I'd say. Uh, really physical. You would say that they're more stronger down there? Yeah, very physical. Just everything is big, strong, fast, you know? Yeah. So how has your life changed after becoming a professional footballer? Uh changed in the terms that I'm not with uh, family and friends obviously like I said earlier um, it's a job now it's not no longer just something that I go out to do you know mm-hmm. uh, obviously on contract getting paid to do this so you're uh, you're an employee at the club they see you as an employee and if you're not doing your job obviously you get told you're not doing your job um, so it's different very different have you ever been told that you're not doing your job uh, maybe not in those words, but yeah, there's times where you have a bad game and uh, they'll definitely tell you. What would you say the difference is between pros and non-pros? What is the difference? Um, it depends. There's non-pros that are doing all the right things to become a professional, so, so it varies. It does vary. What were some challenges that you went through? Um, all leading back to, yeah, just leaving family. That was definitely a big challenge and friends, not being able to see them. Um, not having, like, transportation down here, having to walk, take trains to training. Uh, waking up early, spending the whole day there, doing your extras off the pitch, going into the gym, doing the stuff. It was all different for me, having the opportunity to do that stuff. What are some pros and cons of being a footballer, in your opinion? Pros is some people, some people will think it, it's quite easy, but it's not. But at least you're doing something that you love, so it kind of, kind of makes it go by a little easier. Um, cons, obviously, the sacrifices that you make um, are definitely tough and. And uh, for any player to do it, it's tough to make the decision. But, but yeah, that's definitely sacrifices. We say is probably probably the hardest thing. What's the biggest sacri- sacrifice that you've ever made? Leaving leaving my family and coming here to live on my own, just to play football. What has been the worst injury that you've ever had? Yeah, <laughs> this past year, I tore my ACL, MCL, and damage to my meniscus so that was by far by far the worst the worst injury 
how has that affected you mentally, physically, emotionally? How has that affected you? Yeah, it's hit every single one mentally. Obviously, I was I was lost for a couple months there when it happened. Um, couldn't think straight after the after the injury. I knew it was bad when it happened. What was going through your What was going through your mind? I knew that uh, my contract was obviously up at the end of the year. Um, so that's the first thing that probably hit me after I was done dealing with the pain. I remember playing at Aston Villa. The injury happened second half in about I think the fifty fifth minute. Um, getting stretchered off, whatever they gave me the gas, so I wasn't really feeling the pain, and all I could think about was was I got decision decision that's going to be made on my future and in two weeks and um, that obviously that injury didn't I thought was going to affect the affect the decision and so when you were injured right yeah were you were you doing things to better your game at the same time or were you just relaxing What, what were you doing to get better yeah the club the club takes it quite serious obviously and they try to keep you and then around the game as much as possible. So we have um, a psychologist that I meet with once a week and um, just talk things through, whatever. They give me advice on, on what I should be doing. So when I do get back to playing, I haven't lost much, you know. I might be a little rusty, obviously, because I'm off for nine months. But but just to, just to keep my brain, my brain working in a football sense. Okay. And what were some things that you... Um, did to recover? Did you do physio? Did you go to the hospital? What, what did you do to recover? Obviously, I had the surgery six months ago um, at a at a private hospital in uh, Hove. Um, had that done. Then they gave me gave me a couple weeks at home because there was summer break for the for the boys. Came back for preseason and started my rehab. That was, uh, it's been a long process, but I'm slowly getting back. Do my rehab, obviously, still have the meetings with the psychologist. I watch clips of, um, of the games. I'll go back and watch old clips of my, of my performances last year, or I'll watch clips of, like, the first team, the center mids on the first team. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and just so I can keep my sense going, I'll pick out three good clips that they've done throughout the game and three bad clips that... I think they should have should have done something else. So you guys are doing yeah. homework as well at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Starting we have education. Game. We have education at the um, at the training ground that that we do. So yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. Okay. So tomorrow, the camera. Yeah. So as of right now, so I have the camera faced on um, 